What's up, Horribles? It's Jeremy here. Happy Monday. We hope you enjoyed this last week's episode on Suspiria with our friend Skylar Patridge. It was a lot of fun. It's a great movie. You should definitely check it out and check out that episode if you haven't. Uh, this week, we've got another great one coming up. We're entering our holiday horror section here where we're going to be talking about all sorts of uh, scary holiday movies. And this week, we're talking about rare exports with our friend Benito Serino who is uh, a bit of an expert on, on holiday scary movies. So uh, I think y'all are going to enjoy it. It's going to be a great time, and uh, we can't wait to share it with you on Friday. In the meantime, what we're going to do is uh, share a little bit of our uh, outtakes from our Halloween episode, uh, which we, we did a little while back. Uh, it's, it's wild for some reason. Um, Brad said the words anamorphic widescreen, and because uh, because of the age uh, our group is, it suddenly turned into this big discussion about anamorphs. So if that's up your alley, uh, then this is absolutely going to be something that interests you. Uh, so yeah, this is all about anamorphs. And if you enjoy this, and if you enjoy our other podcasts, uh, by all means, please find us on Patreon and uh, help us out there. It's only $5 a month to get all your episodes a week early. And also get extra episodes with extra content, uh, including our Fast and the Furious series, Progressively Furious. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. And you can't do that. Any kind of uh, rating, recommendation, uh, all that stuff is great as well. So uh, until next week, stay horrified. Our theme song goes. Where are we? This is digressively horrified. How many times has everyone watched Halloween this week? Once, and it's like first time. Wow, too. I've never seen it. Two hours ago. So yeah, it's fresh. Incredible, guys. Goose egg. I've I've seen this movie so many times I never need to watch it again. It is seared into my dome. Yeah. Um, twice and once with the commentary, just for fun. Now, which commentary? You know, uh, they keep, they keep Jeffrey, coming Carpenter. back. Yeah, I've, they keep I've coming I've, back I've, every ten years to Anchor Bay. Really made a ton of money in the yeah. aughts. And now, yeah, now it's Shout Factory doing, and they're doing another 4K version. I think next month. Oh, wow. uh, my commentary was Deborah Hill, John Carpenter, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Awesome. I, yeah. I, re I really dig this. The I mean, they did a nice Blu-ray transfer. I think it was like 35th anniversary. But I like mm -hmm. the original anniversary DVD because they hadn't corrected the color timing. So it's exactly. orange. It has an orange yep. hue to it. And I prefer that so much to when Cundy went back in and sort of restored the, uh, the blue. more of a the blue and a, and a more um, balanced color take, and I'm like, man, well, what a drag! But I I own both just because I have to still own both. Same. I still have my my VHS uh, version. For, I, 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 should, uh, I should I should I should save this for later. But um, my history with Halloween goes back a long way. I saw it in the theater in '78 and in '79 when they reissued it. The first commercial videotape i ever bought was halloween in 1981 halloween. i think it was 40 it was like 40 bucks it's like oh i have to own that 
I thought he was talking have... about like expensive VHSs where they like first came out, and it's I... weird to think about. <laughs> I tell people that I, I worked at a place called Mother's Music in Patchogue on Long Island, and we were the first, the furthest east video store there was in 1981. We rented all sorts <laughs> of things. And when I wanted to buy a movie, and I was buying wholesale, when I wanted to buy John Carpenter's The Thing, the wholesale price was $72. Jeez. But I had to have that. You didn't buy many at that price, obviously. But I started pretty early on buying laser discs. And since they were $30 instead of $100, I could buy twice as many, which didn't make a whole lot of sense because even now I still have about 600 Laserdiscs in the house. I dig your style, a, Bob. Yeah, a player that still works, which is great. It's been in the shop once since 1982, and that was in the first week. It had to have a clamp repaired. <laughs> so I have three different Halloween Laserdiscs. <laughs> Can you tell I wanted to I wanted to pick this movie to be the uh, to be on tonight? Yeah, me too. The the first the first laser I had it was an uncorrected anamorphic widescreen, so squished side to side. Mm -hmm. So Jamie Lee Curtis looked like Manute Bowl. <laughs> what is about anamorphic seven mean? Because I'm just imagining like Cassie turning into a horse. Like yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. It's a right. it's a type. It's a type of aspect ratio that's wide angle okay. and an anamorphic lens go. shoots at a wide angle. Yeah. So what they Two, three, do five is to one. Yeah, what they yeah. do is they compress it back up to format it in early days so they would squish the image. And side when you shoot yeah, when you shoot when you shoot anamorphic um, digitally sometimes you have to uncompress the image now. So it'll show up wow. as Weirdly, Animorphs was the fucking darkest ass series I've ever read. <laughs> yeah, it was. Kids do that. I would just I knew I knew yeah. that was coming, and I knew it was gonna be you. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I I wrote a thing actually that I never got into comics as a kid, but I got into Animorphs, and now looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, I probably could have felt that same way about X-Men in terms of child soldiers and everything, but instead I got Animorphs. There's a whole book where they recruit a bunch of disabled teens to be like, backup, and then they all die. Yeah. Wow, that's dark. That's kind of that's there's, dark. There's one where they, where they start, where they have to bring in a new person because they find out, and the guy turns out to be a piece of shit. And so they leave him on an island and make him like turn into a rat. And then they basically say, we're going to eat you if you if you try to turn back. And then he gets stuck there on this island. There's so, yeah, that happened. Oh, yep. And There's then there was like a legend that people could hear someone screaming because he can telepathically like put into someone's Oof. ear. So, yeah. There's and this was on in the afternoon for kids? No, this was no, a this was a, book this was series. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there was, was there was a very <laughs> short-lived Nickelodeon show that tried its best. Starring Sean Ashmore. Yeah, starring starring IBM. Um and yeah, it was I mean, I watched it because I was obsessed, but but um looking back, it was like it was very late 90s, early 2000s. They tried that their best. theme song fucking slap though. Oh, yeah. In your hands. <laughs> but yeah, no, highly recommend checking out Animorphs in terms of, oh, they, they marketed this to children. Allegedly, there's they're one all book. available online for free. So yeah. the main villain is brain-controlling slugs. So there's one book from the first-person perspective of the leader where he gets taken over by a brain-control slug. Mm -hmm. 
The rest of the team figures out, locks him up. So the rest is just a first-person perspective as this slug starves to death inside his brain. Because it can only wow. be in there for so long. It has to, like, has, the, I think, the rays of the sun or some shit. Yeah. But, uh, so, like, yeah, that's the thing. If they really wanted to, they could... They could like kidnap anyone who's infected and just hold them there. But then the problem is, is that they're already like, you know, documented as being as being enslaved. So they can't just like go back to their regular life. They would figure like the the secret enemies would figure it out and kill them. There's some dark Part of, um, also, the whole series. Part of the rules was that every time you transform either into an animal or mm -hmm. back into a human any wounds you might have like are healed yeah series just use that as an excuse to brute <laughs> maim and injure its teenage protagonists every fight like, like nearly cut in half and they barely were able to morph back and you could then like they could like every buck like, there's the one where like they turn into house flies stow away on an airplane jump out one of them turns into a blue whale and like takes out an aircraft carrier and like yes has to change back into a human yeah. before they die in whale form um, it's the, wild dope. the the ones that were um and when they go and when they turn into ants are like oh we'll just crawl inside the building to infiltrate it. and they don't realize that there are another colony of ants that see them as intruders and start trying to rip them apart it's and then they nice. have to like try to escape uh, so yeah, these children just had nightmares. Um, it also turns out that the that the being that gave them these powers, the the supposed good guys who are who are who are um, trying to fight against the the parasitic bad guys, uh, that civilization are pieces of shit who are who do not give a shit about the human race. They just want to defeat this. They don't know about these kids, and when they do find out, they're like, "That's not really our problem." <laughs> We don't really give a shit. It's a crazy ass book series, and I was obsessed with it as a kid. Yeah. Also, uh, the author says trans rights now. So. Yay. Well, isn't that great? You have a childhood book series where the author doesn't turn out to be a dick. Well, just right. The book series I was obsessed with. Obsessed with actually, you know what? Babysitter's Club turned out to be okay. Yeah, that was, that was like my she, real. Uh, my uh, good news, she, she was had a romantic relationship with a woman for like a good portion of her like adulthood. Like, I she basically that, just, I, she just dropped that in an interview, and I was like, Excuse I me, that. I knew that. Well, now, makes a Katie, with the benefit of hindsight, how many trans vibes do you get from Tobias? I mean, how many trans vibes do you get from, um, God, what's the girls? The one oh, that Rachel. that's like murder. Yeah, oh, Rachel. Rachel is so trans. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, but there are, there's just a lot of like, I mean, it, it's the same thing with fucking furries. Like, there's the overlap between animorphs, trans stuff, furries is pretty, that Venn diagram is pretty connected. So I'm not that surprised. But yeah, yeah, just child soldiers, trauma. Um, they, I mean, spoilers, they all basically die in the end. It's the presumed, except for the one that quit because she had too much PTSD. Wow. You know, it's, yeah. yeah.